1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
2: We go out to the North Olmstead, Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, Hotline. He covers the NBA and the Cleveland Cavaliers for Hoops in or Hoop Industry, excuse me, and Cavs Insider. Good friend of ours here from 92 through the fan, Spencer Davies. A little Spencer Square for you on a Sunday. What's up, Spence? What's up, man? A little Matt and they spent square. You gotta uh, love it. Hell yeah, brother! You know I like the sound of that. Um, obviously, this game tonight, everyone's looking at it to be some sort of like test uh, barometer, if you will, for these two teams the, this time around, especially this time of year. How much of that is true? Like, how much do you really think we'll be able to take away from this game when the dust settles on it?
3: Uh, I'm not exactly too sure. Obviously, the Knicks are playing some really good basketball. They've got some new additions with Bojan Bogdanovich. Uh, in there, you know, doing his thing, and had a couple other pickups. Just had uh, Shake Milton uh, reportedly coming in uh, on the uh, buyout market. So uh, they've got you know a lot going well for them. Jalen Brunson playing out of his mind. Uh, you know, guys that are contributing like Dante Divincenzo and and Josh Hart, all the the suspects. You know, the same same guys from last year too playing well. Um, uh, obviously, no R.J. Barrett around anymore, or Emmanuel quickly. But you know, you go out and you know you pick up guys who are on the sideline right now, like like OGN and Obi. But um, they've got a good thing going. Isaiah Hartenstein playing well for them too. So um, it'll be a good test for the Cavs, I think, uh, tonight. And the thing about this one, I, I think that you can use this as is kind of like a dress rehearsal if you were to match up with them. Um, and, and just kind of figure out what you want to do with your rotations and what you want to do with the guys you have available, and, and obviously that's yeah. um, to be seen. But um, I think uh, over the last you know week or so, they, the Cavs have been bombarded by this schedule. Um, and I mean, I know that sounds like an excuse, but it's just the reality of the situation, and you got to figure it out. But uh, they just haven't had that same kind of gear that that they had um, in that you know that January span and, and uh, mid February.
2: That's a good point about maybe using it as a dress rehearsal and Kobe trying to maybe just try some things out and see what he can kind of do. I, I got to be honest, Spence, I'm kind of dreading this game because I just feel like no matter what, the <laughs> responses are just going to be it's going to be negative, like it, from this fan base. And I get where that comes from, the cat like the Cavs fan base, even though they have a title under their belts in the last decade. Um, I think Cleveland in general, like we come from sort of that. Lovable losers mentality, where it's like, oh, nothing ever goes our way, and so I just feel like if the Cavs win, the the uh, the argument's going to be, well, it's just a regular season game. But if the Cavs lose, then everyone's going to use it as the end all be all for why they can't beat the Knicks.
3: Oh yeah, no, it's definitely uh, <laughs> a lose lose situation. I think you're right on that one. But hey,
2: I mean, I I,
3: I get it. I get it. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell's been talking about it all year. Okay, it's only January blank. Okay, it's only February blank. You know, like, we're going to be judged upon what we do in the playoffs. But, unfortunately, this isn't uh, just some futuristic society where we can fast forward by two months and know the answer to the, t- to the test, right? Like, you have to go through this and, and kind of prepare yourself for that playoff um, run. And, and the Cavs are still, you know, in, in the catbird seat, so to speak, no matter, you know how they're playing in the last couple of weeks or since the all-star break, I should say. And since Darius Garland and Evan Mobley have come back into the fold. So um, there's, are still, you know, keep on keeping on. They've won three out of the last four, uh, gave one away in Chicago. And, you know, you have a tough stretch coming up this week. You start tonight against the Knicks. You have the Celtics coming into the house on Tuesday, go down to Atlanta on Wednesday and then come back to face a really tough Minnesota team on Friday. So, Uh, The league's doing them no favors here, but uh, the games keep coming.
2: Talking with Spencer Davies on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. I was asking this question a little bit earlier in the week, filling in on the night show, um, and I'm curious your thoughts on it. So outside of the sort of core four, if we're still calling it that, the, the main four guys that we all know, who is the most important player in terms of the Cavs being able to make a playoff run?
3: Uh, you know, this is, that. Ooh. I think it's honestly between Karius Levert and Max Struis. Um, I know a lot of people look at the numbers for Max Struess as far as three-point percentage and probably think, oh, that's why we brought him here, why he's not doing that. Well, uh, through the discovery of watching the season, you can see that he's just such a, an important playmaker for them, um, such an important play playmaker as far as just getting off the ball, running around, making sure guys get in motion. If you watch him on the floor, he's constantly out there kind of being like a coach on the floor. Um, defensively, a lot better than uh, I think a lot of people anticipated. That obviously has a lot to do with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen when you have that kind of protection. But he has been doing a phenomenal job individually defensively. Um, and I think uh, another thing about Max's game that's really solid is the way that he pushes the ball up the floor off of rebounds or you know, off of... Uh, steals or whatever. He's always looking ahead for that next pass. And eventually the law of and- averages is going to come around and it's going to bite another team in the butt. Um, you know, you saw that in the Dallas game when there's no, no business winning that game against Dallas. And he has that magnificent last three minute stretch where, you know, he knocked down four or five threes, including a 60 footer. Um, and, and for Karras' argument for me, uh, I think that his playmaking has just been out, uh, you know, off the charts. On uh, the last couple yeah. of games and uh, that he's played, and he has just been so good at getting downhill, breaking the paint, and, and finding the bigs underneath. Uh, but he's he's got some really really solid individual you know individual moves to get uh, to the basket or get to that you know ten to twelve footer. Uh, I think he's shooting the three okay. He's getting rebounds and defensively again. That's another point with with Karras. Defensively, he's been great too. So I think it would come down to those two. Um, as far as who is the most important, other than the core four,
2: in terms of Evan Mobley, last year they lose the playoff series to the Knicks, as we know. And obviously, one of the big talking points about this team in general was just like them getting out physical. And Mobley was a part of that. It was his first chance kind of to be in the playoffs and experience that stage. But there's, I think there's there seems to be, I don't know how to put this, like it, it, offensively. He defensively, we know what a freak of, a, of nature he is. Offensively, there's still some moments where it's like there's lows or he's a little too hesitant. And he's just not pulling the trigger when I guess we obviously watching him play want him to. So what does what do you need to see from his game here down the stretch? To, and I understand there's the injury thrown into that's kind of stunted some of that as well this year. So that that's important context. But what do you need to see from him down the stretch of the season to kind of believe going into the playoffs that he is is I don't want to say a different player, but that he's kind of ready for that moment again and it's not going to be a repeat a repeat for him?
3: Well, I think in the case of Evan Momley, I, I kind of actually disagree. I think that he is ready already. Okay, <laughs> I, like, like I, He's coming off of a 23-13-7 game. Career high in assists, making the right plays. I think he's been decisive. Um, I think that he is attacking his matchups and, and picking and choosing when to attack. I think that that's something that he's gotten better at doing. Um, you know, facing against Jalen Duran. Jalen Duran. I know the Pistons are not good, but that guy is outstanding. He is a big center kind of building the mold of the more of the old school center. And I think he did a good job against Jalen um on, on Friday night. And he was really doing a good job of picking and choosing when to attack. Like I said, um, really knowing when to make the correct reads, finding guys on the outside, finding cutters, and, and really uh, attacking that glass whenever Jared Allen wasn't in the game and uh, I, I think that Evans gotten better at that part of his game. I think the the dribble handoff, you know, solid with 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 Max Struess and when Sam Merrill was in the game. I'm sure we'll get to Sam Merrill, <laughs> but uh, yes. I, I think I think the injury. If you want to talk about injuries changing players, I think that's more or less uh, for Darius Garland. Uh, Darius, he has been breaking the paint, and honestly, sometimes when he's been getting into the paint, he's been getting blocked a little too much. He's he's kind of driving into two three bodies when. He probably should be spraying out on a lot of these, but you do like to see the aggressive side. However, uh, I think, you know, it's something to highlight. Is He's 15-26 to 26 from deep the last two games. Uh, he hits seven on Wednesday in Chicago, and then he hits eight, six of which came in the second quarter yeah. against the Pistons. And that's good to see that different kind of, you know, that, that Darius that's confident in shooting. If he can get that piece around, and you know that Donovan Mitchell can can handle the ball the way he does uh, in you know in a point guard role. Then I think that's more important than Darius breaking the paint and holding the ball more than Donovan. Because I, I think Donovan, when we saw in that stretch, was outstanding as a distributor and and breaking the paint, drawing two three inside, and then finding the shooters on the outside. I think if you could get Darius in, in catch shoot situations and get him off the ball, I think that that that's amazing. And Darius can handle. Don't don't get me wrong. Darius can handle, and he's good at getting inside and, and spraying out and, and finding Evan, too, on those, those, those high handoffs, same with, with uh, Jared Allen, those alley-oop plays. But I think uh, with Darius, if you're seeing that kind of shooting from him, the way he has the last two games, and you know he's capable of it and he knows he's got to get those kind of shots up 10, 11, 12 a night uh, from distance, then you're going to be in better, in better place. But I, with Evan, particularly, when you were asking me, I, I think he's, he's pretty ready.
1: Call from mom. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CTMobile.com.
2: Since you brought up Garland, I'll, I'll stay there for a second. Do you subscribe to the idea that a, a lot of his sort of just struggles, if you will, especially since coming back from the injury, are just are more about just kind of him feeling out where he still fits in, in this offense, especially amidst uh, Donovan Mitchell, who's kind of taking on that point guard role.
3: Well, I think so. I think you saw from afar how you know the pace got up. The, the thing with me with Darius is if he plays fast and he has guys around him that are playing fast, he's going to be in a great spot. Yeah. Um, when you allow the defense to get set, no matter what they throw at you, that just gives them more of an advantage to trap. It gives them a more of an advantage to. To, to, send bodies at him in the paint when he's trying to, to, you know, get to the, to the bucket. And that's why you've seen him. I think he's gotten blocked like five, six times the last few games. Like, um, you know, some of those obviously, you know, you could get foul calls and whatnot. And, you know, that they'd like to see that. Um, I also think, for example, something JB that mentioned to me, um, on Tuesday after the Dallas game when I asked him about it was, uh, you know, Darius naturally, Coming back from that injury, probably you're going to have a little hesitation because what happens when you drove into the paint before the injury? You got injured. You know, you ran into Kristaps his hip. It's a really good point. You you know got smacked in the face. All the what last year you got smacked in the face about 15 times, something like that. Like and sometimes it wasn't rewarded for it with you know with foul calls. Um, So like mentally, that's got to take a toll on you. And also. You know, he had to gain back, he has to still gain back some weight that he lost because he wasn't able to eat. He wasn't able to, to drink because of, uh, you know, his jaw was wired shut. So um, I think that's part of it. But if he can affect the game the way he was doing the last couple of games with that three pointer, and I think he do, did a really good job late uh, Tuesday against Dallas as well, I think he's starting to find a little bit more of a rhythm. I, I think that he's going to be in okay shape. But um, I, he's got to take the threes. He cannot turn down those threes. No pump fakes and drives and then putting yourself in a worse position because that's, I think, his, his bi- biggest enemy and the turnovers. When, whenever he decides to, uh, you know, kind of put on the dribbling expedition and, and uh, try to break down his opponent one-on-one, um, you'll see that a lot of the turnovers have been the, the Cavs Achilles heel as well.
2: Just a couple more minutes here with Spencer Davies follow him on X at Spin Davies. Well, you uh you knew it was gonna get I was gonna get here eventually. Um Sam Merrill. What does his role look like in the playoffs? Cause it's clear that like Bickerstaff's already trying to stretch things to make sure he can get out there on the floor. And when you're running nine, ten guys deep, that gets a little bit tighter and harder in the playoffs when you know Mitchell and some of these starters that you really need to play forty plus minutes are gonna be playing forty plus minutes.
3: Yeah, uh, well, before we get to the playoffs, Ben, I, I I gotta say, on the second night of a back to back, you're in a double overtime game, and you get all you know your big players are getting forty five to forty seven minutes, whatnot. Uh, I just couldn't believe that he got DMPs in in those two games for, for yeah. Dallas and and, and Chicago. Um, but Friday, he comes out, gets Sam, you know, twenty five minutes. I think Craig Porter played about eleven twelve minutes. Um, Sam's got to play. Sam's got to play. Um, if if you can't find a way to get him, I don't know, a quarter, so that would be, what, 12 minutes a game, then, you know, you got a real problem on your hands. Because you can see when Sam comes in the game how much more energy and how much more pace comes with it, right? You know, well, he's somebody
2: and, that- and, 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 and I don't mean to cut you off, but, like, we've talked for the last couple of years about this team needing shooting. And even, like, the threat that he is has to be something that teams account for. You'd think mm-hmm. just him being out there matters to this team.
3: Yeah, 100%. And it doesn't help that Sam is 6'4", 205. He, there are a lot of 6'4", 6'5", guys with a similar frame to them, and it's hard to get guys in there. And, then, you know, you can understand that difficulty. However, um, you know, it, why can't you – if you're if you're basing your rotation on seal, you've got to be able to dock three or four minutes from guys – here and there, right? Like it's, it's obviously it's formulaic in the way that JB approaches it when he's at at health. Um, kind of got to stray away from that formula. If you have the the answers to the tester right in front of you, you know, you got to, Sam came in and took, took nine threes, um, against, against Detroit, um, hit four of them immediately came in and hit a, you know, there were two screens up top and came off of it and hit a, a three on the move. Um, it's not just the threes either with Sam. I think, you know, defensively, he leaves the team in charges. I don't know if you knew that. He's he's, he's taken not. ten charges on the year. Ten charges on the year. That is Sam's uh, other thing. Um, but you got to be able to find ten minutes for the guy, right? Like yeah, I understand. Least. You know, like from from the Craig Porter situation, I understand that because you Donovan's going to play most of the minutes at the point guard and the shooting guard. Darius, same thing, right? Uh, Karras is also a de facto backup point guard. I don't think you can take away too much of, of Karras' minutes, right? I don't think you could take away much of Isaac Okoro's minutes. Maybe some of Sam's? Uh, you know, like, I'm, I'm just trying to deduce the way to do this correctly because it is hard. It is hard. Um, and sometimes I, I see a lot of people um, that are not too pleased with the way that George niang has been playing. Um, understand that when he's not making the threes that, you know, uh, they're – there's just a lot of talk of the scene that on Twitter as well, but you know, 10 minutes shouldn't be too hard to find. And you want to just be able to keep him in the rhythm because what he was telling reporters after that game in Detroit was the way he's trying to stay in rhythm is by getting live in, uh, in game reps. But if he's not doing that, they're not playing five on five right now because of the schedule in practice. Right? So he's just working on getting live reps in practice um, with with the Cavs' video coordinator, actually, um, who's, who's a former college basketball player, Paul Newman. Uh, but, uh, he, you know, he's just the way that he's trying to stay, uh, you know, locked in and get that kind of game feel for when he's not playing. Because obviously when you're not playing, you're trying to stay in rhythm. But for the playoffs, I, I mean, I think that he's a weapon that the Cavs can go to, um, but I, I don't know. I don't know how deep. J.B.'s going to want to go. It sounds like it's going to be an eight, maybe nine-man rotation in the playoffs. But for right now, it should be at least nine to ten.
2: He's Spencer Davies. Follow him on X at Spin. Davies covers the Cavs and the NBA for Hoop, Industry, and Cavs Insider. I ran out of time to ask you about LeBron getting 40,000 points, but I'm assuming, like me, uh, you're just in awe continually of this guy and, and what he does, No.
3: Huge deal, huge deal. Uh, You know, obviously happy for a guy from Northeast Ohio and someone who gave so much to the Cavs organization and the city, of course, and it's just crazy to me, man. He comes into the league in 2003. I'm 11 years old. Here I am, almost 32, and he's still doing this. It has been
2: a marvel to watch. You are 100% (laughs) right about that. Spencer, you know I appreciate your brother. Always appreciate your time as well. Uh, Take care of yourself. We'll see how this game goes tonight, and uh, we'll connect soon. Appreciate you, man.
3: Of course, Spence
2: take it easy spencer davies uh like i said join us on the hotline hoops in, hoop industry excuse me in calves insider
0: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too